Hey, I'm Clem. And I'm Krishla. And we're the Mad Marketing Mums. If you're a busy parent who feels like marketing your business online is the equivalent of walking barefoot through a field of Lego, this is the podcast for you. In every episode, we'll be talking all things content marketing with a time-saving focus. You'll get sustainable social media strategies peppered with conversations with some of our favorite marketing professionals. Our mission is to leave you empowered to make marketing decisions that work for you and your lifestyle, not an algorithm. So hit that subscribe button and let's get on with the show. Happy New Year, Krishla. Happy New Year to you, Clem. Can't believe it's 2023. Oh my goodness. I know it's insane and it's funny because I'm still not used to celebrating Christmas and New Year's in the middle of summer so I've been here for nearly 13 years and to me it's still it's still such a delight and surprise every year to be celebrating with a margarita in my hand and shorts on it's it's great but I'm really looking forward to um you know 2023 and this episode that we have for our followers and fans. Today we're doing a little bit of a short and sweet episode because, you know, it's summer. We want to get back to the outdoors. It's the perfect time of year, I think, for today's topic and activity for you. So new year, new you, new social media profile. I don't know about you, but I haven't refreshed mine in a little while. Like when was the last time you refreshed your social media profiles? Maybe you've got some old items that are sitting on your LinkedIn bio, um, old products or services that are in your Instagram highlights, for example. Or maybe, you know, your graphics are a little bit tired, Um, you know, your Facebook or your LinkedIn page cover could do with a little refresh, yeah, Um, to include your current freebie, your current offer or something that you've got coming up. Perhaps you've got a wait list for something very exciting that's starting next month. So I think this is the perfect time of year just to take a moment to give your profiles a little glow up freshen them up and make them look amazing. And so we're going to take you through that today. So let's dive in. Yeah. So the first essential element, it's that, that term we absolutely love here at Mad Marketing Moms. The first essential element that we always review on any of our client accounts is, I think it's the most obvious element and that's your profile photo because that's kind of the first thing that people are really going to start looking at. One thing that we we do in, in audits, um, and I'm sure that you do this with your clients with Instagram, is see if that profile photo matches across your channels. So looking outside of whatever platform you're looking into and seeing if it matches across the channels. Now, why would you do that? One, it's so that when people are looking for you across other platforms, you're easily recognizable. Because you might have the problem like I do, where you can't have the same matching handle. Um, so, you know, at Honeybee Social, you can't have the same matching handle across other channels because someone else has taken your handle. So your profile photo is the best way for people to recognize you. So is that, you know, is that updated or do you still have like your wedding photo from 10 years ago? That's a big no. Um, but is it is it nice and updated? And is it very clear? Do you know, do you have it shoulders um, up? Or is it your brand logo? 
um, but is it easy and very clear to see your face? So that's the first thing that I would be looking at if you're going to go and do an audit of your social media profiles. What's the next one that you would look at, Krishla? Yeah, and I think it, you don't have to have your own photos. Probably a good point. Um, yeah, know, depending on your business, if it's just you, sometimes it's nice to have your own photo as the profile picture. If you have staff or a few locations or what have you, by all means, use your logo, but use a nice simplified version. We want to get rid of bylines and really teeny tiny text that make it hard to read when it's shrunk down to that tiny little thumbnail size. So yeah, love that. Start out with that nice profile image. Get rid of the one where the ex-boyfriend's cropped out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The next thing that I will be looking at is to actually make sure that you have a handle or a username that makes sense. Now, if possible, if you can get your business, you know, name, so such as at Shall We Social, if you can get that across all of the different platforms, wonderful. Sometimes that is impossible, as in your case, you've got um, a couple of slight variations on yours, but that's okay because you've got your profile picture so people will know it's you, even if it's not identical But what we don't want to see is that you're like user 217694 because that makes you look really spammy. And for me, that's a red flag. If I see somebody with a handle that looks like that, I'll go through and take a look at their account because I immediately think they might be a spammer or a bot account or something like that. So you want to have something meaningful as your handle and your handle or your username, depending on what platform you're on. That can also be searched. So either use your business name or something that is relevant to you and your industry. Yes, it's it's one of those nano elements that people forget that will build that trust when you've got when you've got that user blah blah blah. It's just it's um, it's not trustworthy and it's almost a little bit uh, immature. I think a bit when it comes to a business perspective from a personal account, it doesn't matter, but. So the next one then is if that's a handle, let's talk about your headline or your name field. So headline with within the LinkedIn sense, it's kind of what's what's underneath your name. And it says, you know, so for example, mine is you know, could be co-host of Mad Marketing Moms, you know, et cetera. Or in uh, Instagram, it's what appears at the top of the screen, I believe. Or no, it's just underneath your your profile photo. Yeah, it's the bold text. Yeah, and then, yeah, and within TikTok, it's the stuff that's at the very top of your screen. This this part is crucial because every single platform where you have a headline uh, is searchable. Um, so make sure that you have keywords within uh, your headline so that you are easily found. So for example, on TikTok, mine is small business marketing pro. So anytime someone searches small business marketing my profile shows up. So you want to make sure you have those headlines. And I think we touch on that in episode five about keywords and how important they're going to be in 2023. So if you haven't listened to episode five, definitely hop on to episode five after listening to this one and um, dive right into what we're talking about and what's going to come on on 2023 with search engine optimization and keywords. But uh, Krishna, what's the next spot that you would go and look at? Uh, I think following on from that, I'm thinking of Instagram and kind of the layout. (laughs) You've got 
your username at the top. You've got that bold name field and just you don't want to be simply repeating your username. It's a lost opportunity. So, you know, again, make sure that you're using those keywords. Then below that, you've got your description or your biography. Yeah. Mm. Now, this is something that you want to use to talk about yourself, but not talk about yourself. And what I mean by this is you want to share what you do, who you serve and how you do it. But you want to put this in a way that communicates your value proposition to people coming to your account. So basically, what's in it for them? Why should they follow you? Why should they care? Like, you know, so as soon as somebody discovers your profile, because often that may be the first place that they come. They may be doing some research online. And as we spoke about um, in a previous episode, Gen Z, uh, 40% of Gen Z use Instagram or TikTok to search rather than Google these days. Mm. So if they are looking for an Instagram coach, for example, they're going to jump on one of these platforms and search there as opposed to going on Google. And when they come to your profile, you need to make a crystal clear what you do and how you can help them or what that transformation is, what value you're going to bring for them to decide, okay, yeah, I'll stick around. I'll look at some more of their content or I'll give them a follow or I'll make that inquiry. Yes, it seems like they do what I need them to do. Yeah. So make it about yourself, but frame it in a way that is going to speak directly to your ideal customer or client. And again, it always comes back to really knowing who they are. And if you haven't already grabbed our freebie from episode one, we have a customer avatar worksheet that you can work through and to get all of those elements really clear in your mind. And it will help you with things such as this, writing this kind of microcopy. Um, yeah, so I think that's such an important field that people often just list things in or what have you. Um, but yeah, you really need to make it speak to your ideal customer or client. Yeah. And it takes a little, it's a bit of a skill, uh, I think, the the description and bio, because um, TikTok, you only have 80 characters for your bio. Instagram is, is it 140 or 150? It's, it's definitely, it's def- I think it's 150. Yeah. yeah. And they it's, count emojis and stuff as well. It can yep. vivid spaces. Yeah. It can really, yeah. Yeah. Whereas LinkedIn, your description essentially is your about summary and you can, you can essentially have a landing page within there so you can really elaborate. So it's a bit of a fine art to shorten all of those essential elements um, about talking about yourself, but not talking about yourself. Uh, from 80 characters to 150 and then to your about summary on LinkedIn. So it's, that's, that's also the number one spot I see that people need the most improvement as well because they just dump something in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they're mm-hmm. setting up their account, like almost like a space holder. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When instead of considering it like a nano landing page, essentially. So the next essential element that many people miss uh, the opportunity to really leverage is the call to action. So on TikTok, if you have more than a thousand followers, you have the ability to put a link. You definitely should attempt as much as possible within your bio to give a call to action to point them to the link, for example. On LinkedIn, you can have a link just under your headline. You can change the text. So you know you obviously have your link. 
And then you can change the text to be that call to action itself. And I think Instagram has just updated that, haven't they? Because I looked at your profile the other day. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> they have. So you can rename your link. So instead of it just saying shallwesocial.com.au, you can change that to say, you know, grab your free download or, or whatever your call to action is. If you have something like an opt-in or a freebie. Um, if you want people to book a consultation, like whatever the next step is or the thing that you want them to do next, that's what you can name your link. And so that also saves you some of that really precious bio space, um, mm. which is great. So yeah, love yeah. that new feature. Talking about links as well, please, for the love of God, do not send them to your homepage. Send them to a specific page on your website, even if it's your FAQs or something, but do not send them to your homepage please. We'll, yeah. we'll, we can talk on another episode on web design and landing pages and such as well, but definitely send them somewhere specific. Well, you want to have wherever you're sending them to align with your call to action. So if yes. your call to action is to read yep. your blog, take them to your blog page. If your call to action is to grab a freebie, take them to your freebie. If you have multiple things that you want them to do, then you're going to need some kind of landing page that can have multiple links and you can do this on your own website or you could use a tool such as Linktree or Milkshake or one of, one of those other ones. Mm. But just dumping them straight on your homepage and expecting them to find their way from there, it's, yeah, it's not the best user experience unless you have a really incredible website homepage where it is just so clear what the next step is. Yeah, I think it's, just align it with your call to yeah. action as kind of just best practice. Yeah. Now let's get into core content, Krishla. Yes. What's well, You know, I love content, right? It's <laughs> 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 my favorite. So we've talked about your profile and kind of, I guess, the, the bio features and, and all of that. Then I guess if we're zooming out a little bit more and kind of looking at your feed or your page or whatever it is as a whole, what you want to be including is some kind of core content. Now, there's a few different ways that you can do this. This may look like pinned posts on Instagram or on TikTok um, or the featured section if you're over on LinkedIn. Um, it may look like your Instagram highlights or both. But basically, what we want to do when people come to your profile, perhaps they're doing that research as we spoke about earlier, they come over to your profile, yep, they read that amazing optimized bio that you've just written, you've got your keywords, then we want them to see what it is that you want to be known for. So what high impact content can you position front and center? So this might be an introduction to you and your business, yeah, this may be your top products or services, it could even be your frequently asked questions. Uh, if you have an e-commerce business, perhaps it's your best sellers. Um, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like. But the thing that you want people to know about you and your business, what's the kind of, if you think about, okay, what's the number one thing that they need to know? That should be right there front and center so they can find it really, really easily. And I've seen people do this. In fact, I have this on my own Instagram highlights, my story highlights, I have a highlight cover that says start here. 
And that's where I have an introductory story that people can read and I talk about a read, watch. Um, And that's where I talk about my core products and services and who I am and all of that stuff, yeah. Um, Likewise, you can do it with pinned posts as well. So think about what you can put right there front and center so that when people discover your account, they're going to immediately get to know more about you, what it is you do, and of course, how you can help them. Quick question with say like the pinned post, obviously say on Instagram or even on TikTok, would you put sales and promotions as one of those pins? Yes. Um, not always. <laughs> so yeah. I think you want to have some, yeah, depends what's going on in your business. So I think it's a great opportunity to share if you have a sale or a promotion or an event or something like that. Um, obviously that's timely content. So you could pin it up there during the promo period, but then just make sure that you set yourself that reminder to remove it and replace it with something Mm. like, you know, your FAQs or who you are or whatever that you kind of want there for the rest of the time. So that's the good thing about pinned posts is you can pin something, you can unpin it, you can repin it, you can pin something new. Um, So take advantage of that real estate. It's prime real estate right there on your profile, get people consuming content that is kind of doing the selling for you or telling that story for you. Yeah, good to know. Good to know. And the last the last essential element that uh, we definitely always recommend to uh, people to have a look at is go and review your settings and um, your account details. Are you on the right type of account? So when we talk about right type of account, we mean, say, for example, on TikTok, are you on um, a personal account or are you on a business account? You have two different choices and there's two different, there, there's pros and cons to both of them. And it's the same thing on each channel. On LinkedIn, it's, you know, you might consider, do you have creator mode turned on, especially if you're trying to elevate your brand um, in the coming year? And then Instagram as well, is it is it personal creator and business or is it just personal and then business account? Yes, on Instagram, you have the choice of a personal, a creator account and a business account. Mm. A creator and business are quite similar. Creator accounts do have some features that are kind of tailored towards people who are content creators, business accounts have the advantage of um, being able to do paid advertising. And of course, you link your business account with your Facebook page as well. Um, But also if you want to use third party um, apps, so scheduling tools, for example, you need a business account. So again, this is why it's important that I think you take that time to decide what's the right account for me and so that you can maximize all of the available features. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing on TikTok. It's either a personal account. If you want to do ads, you definitely need a business account for sure. And the the disadvantage to a business account on across all platforms is you're not necessarily able to use commercial music as well yeah. because of copyright. Um, but you know, if you are planning on doing ads, you probably want to be on a business account. Um, you know, for for that particular channel. So that's the first thing to check is if your account settings are right. The other thing is to make sure that, you know, you have other platforms linked to your account. So whether that's within your website link, so showing where else people can find you and hang out with you. 
Um, but then also say specifically on Instagram, you can link your Facebook page, your personal page. Um, and then on TikTok, you can link your Instagram and YouTube account, although that has been coming and going on profiles. So we'll see if that that sticks. Um, so if you're giving the opportunity for other people to hang out with you on other channels, you're just giving them the opportunity to consume your content even more and learn to love you more and then, you know, use your services. So it's 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 a win-win for you, for sure. The last one, and it's probably the most serious one, is making sure your security settings are intact in place. And by that, I mean, go change your password if you need, if it's really easy and put in two-factor authentication so that it's much harder for a hacker to hack into your, your social media accounts. I know it's annoying, but just have it on there for peace of mind for sure. Other than that, that really is the crooks of, you know, glowing up your profile for 2023 when you're ready to, to come back into the social media world and really get going with your content and your social and growing your brand. And of course, where would we be without a little freebie to help you out? So we've pulled together some checklists that you can use for Instagram, TikTok and LinkedIn. You can find them over at madmarketingmums.com forward slash episode six. So there you have it, a short and sweet, but very practical episode to help you give your profiles a little bit of a glow up and a bit of a clean out to remove any content that is no longer serving you. So as we said before, if you want to grab that checklist, head on over to madmarketingmums.com forward slash episode six. Until next time, take care. Thanks for tuning in. If you loved what you heard, please leave us a review. Reviews help other busy and overwhelmed business parents to find our podcast. Also, remember to subscribe so you never miss a new episode.